Okay, we are live. We are live, folks. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 141 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, and our freedom is getting freaking moved a lot right now. A lot. Oh, yeah. You can say that again. Absolutely. We've got, as you just heard from him there, we've got Sam from Forge from Freedom. We also have Brandon, the AK guy, the maker of the 50 Cal AK, or is it AK 50? 50 AK? Yes, sir. AK-50. Thanks for having me on, Hank. I appreciate it. You're absolutely welcome. Brandon's getting some technical stuff put together, but we know you guys are probably seething as much as we are to have this conversation. So, um, you know, we're going to do this and I'm going to try to get some other people on here, you know, um, just talking to someone else that I'm trying to get on here. So, um, Basically, you guys are, I'm sure everyone right now is aware of the news. What's up, Lola? Jordan Stein will be on. Okay, yeah, we're getting Jordan Stein in a few. I'm trying to get Mac to come on and uh, give us a piece of uh, his mind there. So um, basically what's happening here in the news is that, um, first of all, I heard, I don't know if you guys heard this, but I heard the ATF had come to a decision earlier in the day. Um. Oh, you know what? Uh, no, Matt can't come on. He's got some family stuff going on. Yeah, I'm so sure I heard. He should handle it anyway. Matt, Matt, Matt gets fired up on the stuff. He's Matt, make it- Matt, yeah, he's been deep into this for a couple hours now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things going on. So we may we may not get him. But I think I heard earlier in the day. I don't know if you guys did that. The ATF came to a decision. They didn't say what the decision was. And then obviously there's been pressure since this last school shooting here in Florida. And then the president comes out and basically, uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here, but he orders the attorney general to create some kind of regulations for mm-hmm. bump stocks. And and from, from his wording, it didn't sound just like specifically bump stocks, but mm-hmm. anything that regulates the rate of fire. Am I wrong? Uh, no, I don't think you're wrong. They're going to be looking at all anything that increases or, or modifies the rate of fire. And by modifies, we're assuming that anything that makes it faster, they don't care if you fire slower. Right. The wording right. he used, I think, was anything that turns a legal semi-automatic into a machine gun, which means that they might even go and, and redefine what a machine gun is, which is not good. Absolutely. I mean, to me, when I when when I listened to what the president had to say, I was like, oh shit. I mean, we. I think uh, I think a lot of us that do what we all do here, we're kind of expecting something like this to happen. But I wasn't expecting so fast and for him to come out and make it so plain that, yeah, we're we're going we're going at this thing. So, um, you know, Brandon, uh, you know, how how do you view all of this, man? What do you think about it? I think you just made something. You had a little bit of a rant, right? Yeah, it's killing me. Uh, We're trying to get the video up later on today uh, on to YouTube. But, man, I was an outspoken pro Trump guy during the campaign. Mm-hmm. I've worked with the campaign a little bit. I've met the guy on multiple occasions, and it was just so disappointing. I wanted, I saw the article pull up, and I was hoping it was exaggerated. But, man, my blood pressure went through the roof as soon as I actually saw the video and saw what he said. I, it's, it's When like, you hear it in his own words, I mean, it's like our worst fears. It's what we've been saying since um, he kind of opened the door a little bit, and then the NRA put kick that door wide open of doing something about this, you're like, oh yeah, something's gonna come down the line here. These guys are sending all the uh, signals. Well, it's horrible because I I was actually, I stayed out of the whole NRA business when that was a big thing. I kind of stayed quiet on it, but 
man, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to stay neutral now because they asked for it and then we got it. And so they are, they're the big branch that they were Trump's voice, Trump's, you know, who he listened to on the gun issue and what gun rights people want. And they flinched. Yeah. And I'm sure that they, he had some kind of conversations with them before they decided to do this. And for anyone out there who thinks it's just a piece of plastic that these guys are going after and you're like, who gives a crap about the bump stock and all that kind of stuff? It, it, that's not what's going to happen here. There's no way these guys are going to go in here and create new. They first of all have to define, as Sam said, like what the hell is a normal rate of fire, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how, how do you define that? How do you find? And for all the people out there, I'm sorry, I'm going to have a little bit of a rant here. OK, so warning, open rent. OK, uh, for all the people out there saying, well, it's just a piece of plastic. Well, great. What are you what what next? So if I mean, I'm reading comments on Facebook. OK, and the vast majority are like, you know, fuck this. This is wrong. Whatever. We should not. This should not be happening. So, you know, most of the people are on the side of liberty, but there are a few assholes out there. Right. And I will call them assholes who are like, it's just a piece of plastic. Well, you know, I can let it go. I don't care about it. So what what are you going to say next when they come for your when they come for your 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 semi autos? What are you going to say? What are you going to say when they how, come? For your, how for slow your, do they want magazine to be? This is the question you have to ask yourself. If they think this is the solution to save more kids the next time the FBI and the school system and all these people and even the, the the people who were there knew that something was wrong with this guy. The, the next time this happens, when this isn't enough, what else do they go for? What else do they do? How slow do they decide they want guns to be? Yeah, exactly. And this is not this is not legislation that's going to stop any. This is feel good legislation. OK, it is feel good. It is unconstitutional. Feel good legislation pandering to the fucking left. OK, excuse my excuse my French and giving them something. Right. But that's the thing. They never give us something, right? It's always us who are giving a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, right? And when does it end? That's my question. When does it freaking end? Yeah, I'm not forgiving any more inches. Um, not even these inches I got down here. You're not getting them for me. You know, I'm not giving any inches to these assholes because of what you're saying, man. They're they're not going to stop. No, one is to take away our 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 complete rights. You know, as far as these people believe we shouldn't have Second Amendment rights in America, it is disappointing that the NRA abandoned us on this. Uh, Republican uh, politicians abandoned us on this. And at this point, verified the president abandoned us on this. Yep, and that's, yeah, that's and, I'm, yeah that, and I'm not. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brendan. Go ahead. That, that's what killed me on this is that the people that he's pandering to are never going to like him. No, that's that's the big thing. He won zero political points today. Yeah, absolutely. They're not going to like him. Look, the the thing that pisses me off a lot about this as well is the fact that and, and I hate to say I told you so, but I'm one of the few people who said, you know what? Politicians are all the same. As long as there is money involved, okay, in politics, they are all I mean, it's just two different sides of the same freaking coin. Okay? So, what what he's done, I mean, do you tell me one pro gun thing that Trump did? Tell me one. I'll sit here and wait. Nobody can answer that question. The NRA freaking paraded him on stage in 2016 in the primaries. OK. And he was like, oh, I've got your vote now. Thanks. Bye. And that was it. 
That was it. National reciprocity went down the drain. Hearing Protection Act went down the drain. Every single other, every single little thing that we wanted to put forwards, you know, for gun rights has just been basically thrown down the drain. We didn't hear, you know, crickets out of Trump, right? And the first thing we hear out of him for, for uh, uh, about guns is is actually a gun control. Yeah, and that it, that's that's the worst part of it. Is I, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm glad that it's not a Hillary presidency because of oh, course, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, hell yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to thank my dad for only beating me once a week. You know, I I don't want to get beat at all. Right. Yeah. I think you know. I think he made some overtures that looked like it might have been uh, pro gun. I think, you know, they nominated someone for the Supreme Court. They did a couple of things. But I agree with you that there's a lot more they could have done. They did not do it. Uh, when we ask about it, they're like, oh, we're waiting till the midterms. Don't worry about it. We're going to do this. It's, you know, it, it's coming and it's not coming. You does know? it not? I have a question. Does it not drive people um, or, or does it not intrigue people at least? And this is the, the, in the least that we had eight years of Obama. OK, and. Not one, not one significant gun control act was passed. He actually, I mean, does it not intrigue people that eight years of Obama and it was actually the Obama administration and I'm not praising Obama right here. Okay. Let's just make that very clear. But isn't it weird that, you know, he, his, the bump stocks were actually deemed to be just an accessory under his administration. Yeah, they are an accessory. This is what we're facing. The problem. First of all, this particular thing that just happened had nothing to do with bump stocks. Right. Right. It had zero to do with bump stocks. And the the thing that happened in Las Vegas. okay, it had something to do with bump stops. It would have probably been way worse if this guy had a bolt action. Thank you for that, because that is the most unpopular opinion that I've ever kind of discussed about that whole situation. But if he had well aimed semi auto fire with the same guns. I mean, anybody who's fired a bump fire stock from 100 yards knows that that could have been a lot worse. Right. That's why most of us, most of us, when we look at bump stocks on their own, think like, who gives a crap about it? However, I would not say I don't give a crap about, you know, I don't care if you create a law against this thing, because as you're not creating a law against this specific thing, first of all, that's not going to go anywhere to say, yeah, we're going to ban this one thing. They're going against anything that increases the rate of fire. You know, and I mean, it, it, this is the, this is the craziest thing that we're living in a country where people actually believe that this is going to stop anything. And it's not it's not the, the only way that they can that they can change anything here is to take away every single gun that exists and wave a wand and make all the guns disappear off the face of the planet. And then guns won't be responsible for ki- for killing people anymore. The next thing will be cars. Then you have to get rid of that. Then you have to get rid of knives. Then you have to get rid of this thing. This is human beings doing something. And human beings are responsible for what's happening here. It's not an inanimate object and it's not the rate of fire. But somehow it's like, yeah, let's deal. Let's do that and not fix anything. And then we're we're responsible and we're not evil people when these kinds of things happen again, which they will, because all it takes is someone who decides they want to create mass destruction. Hank. Look, as long as we have the NRA in its current shape and form, I am telling you right now, this is not where it's going to stop. It is simple as that. 
Okay. It's going to continue. It's going to be 30 round magazines. It's going to be adjustable triggers. It's going to be binary triggers. It's even going to be drop-in triggers. They, they can, they're, they're going to turn around. No, well, right now they're saying, right now they're saying it's not going to stop there because what he said is not bump stocks. It's not, no, bump stocks. it's not, it's not bump stocks. No, no, it's anything that increases the rate of fire. Yeah. Right. And, and he the, said anything that makes these things act like a machine gun. What the hell are you talking about? And the, the NRA, the NRA is complacent. In fact, the NRA is behind this. OK. And they are driving this. The NRA is just as bad or even worse than the left. This is the way that I see this. If it was not for the NRA, can, can anyone out there, just can anyone out there stand up and tell me to my face that the NRA did not speak to Trump about this? Of this course they did. That, I mean, bump stocks. He doesn't. I, I'm. I'm telling you right now. I believe he doesn't even know what a bump stock is. I would okay. fully agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He. This is. You know. This is the NRA that has is in collusion with the ATF and with and with the left. Do you think they know the what a bump stock is? Do you think the NRA knows what a bump stock is? Do you think they understand what they're talking yeah, about? According to them, according to them, according to them, it's a machine gun. The inspecting agents that I've met didn't even know what an 80 percent is. I highly doubt before they had to pull up Google after this Vegas shooting that they knew what a bump fire stock was. Yeah. So, I mean, this is what we're facing. And, and I think, yes, they decided this a long time ago. It was, you know, I remember saying, like, how weird is this that the NRA basically decided they're going to go for Trump? It happened. We all went along with it, me included. There was no way in hell I was going to vote for Hillary. Don't want Hillary right now. You know, that even with all of this going on, they decided this a long time ago. And as things happen here, they're like, yeah, guys, we're going to take this away from you. Just get used to it. We're playing 3D chess here. We're playing next level chess. Hank, the NRA, all the NRA cares about is driving up gun sales. OK, it's it's a simple formula and a lot of people just will not see it. I don't know why, but it's a simple formula. The NRA, the sponsors of the NRA are the big manufacturers. OK, largely the big manufacturers. And, you know, look, do you, I own, do you think I own, the manufacturers want this? Do you think the manufacturers oh, want this to happen? Oh, absolutely. Manufact I am telling you right now. And I know that I'm you know, I know I'm probably some of them won't speak to me again if they see this video. And I don't care. But I'll tell you right now, because I own a gun store. OK, but mm -hmm. I would rather shut down my gun. I've said it before and I'll say it. I'd rather shut down my gun store tomorrow morning than give in another freaking inch. OK, the NRA's job is there to to basically make it right for their sponsors. And what their sponsors want is just enough gun control to make everyone go out there and buy their products. OK, and if you look at how far down the industry is, I mean, personally, my gun store, I'm 70 percent down. I'll say it. You know what I mean? I don't care. Right. Okay. And, it's the, and it's the same for most gun stores out there, anywhere between 40 and 70 percent depending on how, you know, on area population and what have you. And what the NRA wants is for, for gun sales to go back to the levels of the Obama years, okay? Because, you know, Trump got elected and then the NRA signed on his hands and it was like, what do we do now? What's the solution mm -hmm. now? We've lost, you know, basically, we're, they're getting all this pressure from their sponsors and what they want is to reignite a panic buy. Mm -hmm. This is what the NRA wants. They are not there for liberty. They are not activists. Okay. And they need to be defunded. They need to be defunded. Mac did a post today on, on Facebook and on Instagram. And he, I don't know if you saw it, but he's absolutely right. We need to stand up and stop funding 
the companies that stand behind the NRA and fund the NRA. Yeah. So now if companies really are pushing this now, I get where you're coming from. I think some companies think that this is how they're going to sell everything. And obviously there's going to be a spike out of this. I think uh, talking to companies today the, on the on the industry side, they probably see a spike. However, this is the most dangerous thing for any business. If you if you just want to sell every single gun you have and never make another one, fine. Right. Or any accessory you have and never make another one. Fine. But if you want to be in this industry and it spikes up like this and then it crashes down and it keeps doing that, you're you're bringing on your own doom. It's going to end. I get what you're saying, but they're not bank. They're not banking on a short term spike. They're bank, they're banking on a on a long term on a long term you know. But, but so how so. can that be? Because if if they start regulating things that related to the rate of fire and modifying firearms, that's a huge I'm pretty sure huge part of the industry. Most people would agree that the the slide fire stock in this scenario was the redheaded stepchild. Like nobody really cared about it. All the serious manufacturers don't make it. Like if Glock if if slide fire gets banned, does Glock suffer? No, but that's if slide fire gets banned on its own. Exactly. Which is, I was just going to say, that's, that's not, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's, that's not, not what he said. Yeah. This is going to create fear in the market and people are going to start going and buying more semi-automatics, more handguns, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So what, so then what do you do? This is basically gun control, but in a form of, you know, it's a threatening type of gun control. It's like, look, we're going to, you know, we're doing it in a way where we're, we're leaving it open to interpretation. Okay. And this will put enough fear in the people so that they can go out and buy everything on the shelves. Yep. This yep. is the antidote to the Trump slump is that it's their way of saying, look, even though we have a Republican exactly. in office, you're not safe. Exactly. This is the craziest logic in the world. I don't care where you come down on this. I think that in America, we kill. I mean, I know everyone has their opinion on this, but in America, we abort more babies. OK, than any of these incidents that have happened combined times 10. We're 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 destroying children, our own children. Right. No one's going to do anything about that. No one's going to do anything about that. You want to do something about this. And, you, and you're going after the fact that there, there's still people destroying life inside of themselves. And you think you're somehow going to stop people who want to destroy life outside of themselves? Well, if you do it with a scalpel, it's OK. But if you do it with what's behind you to one percent of that degree, you're you're a baby killer. Yeah, we're not doing anything to control the rate of people getting pregnant. We're not doing anything about that. And I'm not saying that we should. We're not, doing, to- we're not doing anything to control people that are being killed every year by drunk drivers. Yeah, We're I not. totally agree with you. We're I totally not. agree I mean, with you. On you know, that. we have we have we have laws on the books for for drunk driving that have not been updated in God knows how long. You know, yeah. nobody's even talking about it. I'm not saying that we should, you know, we should make drastic changes necessarily, but not no one's even talking about that kind of stuff. No one's talking about the the over half a million people who die a year from medical malpractice. Right? You yeah. don't see that in the news. They're talking about the 30,000 people who, you know, who use guns in some form in one way or another to kill each other or commit suicide. We all know most of that is suicide anyway. Right. Yeah. And this, I'm telling you, this is, there's, there's nothing about this that's even close to being a solution. Okay. There's, that's the, that's the problem with this. There's nothing about this. And we're we're living in a state where several times, every time this stuff happens, there's always a whole bunch of organizations that has some clue, some idea that something was wrong. 
there's people, there's all kinds of stuff, right? And no one's doing anything about that. No one's bringing up the FBI and saying, what the hell's wrong with you guys? You hear about these things? We're living, it's 2018. How come you're not following these, you know, following these leads? No one's asking where the hell was the security in the school? No one's asking what the school did all the times that they had warning signs about this guy that he was going to do something. The FBI knew about him. Yeah. What is what is getting rid of, of what is changing even or stopping people from being able to change the rate of fire going to do for a guy who walked into a school, killed as many people as he wanted to, and then went to McDonald's or some fast food place and was just walking around? Well, here's the thing. Look, I mean, the scenario could have been much simpler than that. He could have he could have stolen or hired a truck or whatever it is. OK. And just waited for school to be out and just he could have mowed down 100 people. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, you know, that's that's easier than 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 doing it with a gun. Yeah. yeah well, it's like people forgot about Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, like someone's texting me, they say, remember the if it saves one child's life phrase coming from liberals, you know, <laughs> which is like, what the hell is that? You know, what are we talking about? I just don't. You know what? This is I think that what's happening here is we we're being force fed something. This is a foregone conclusion of what these guys are going to do. That's that's really what this feels like. Like, yeah, we're yeah, going to do and, something about this. Yeah. And you know something, the whole, oh, we want the comments period and they took 30,000 comments and all that. It just feels like it's just one today. It feels like one big fucking smokescreen. You know, yeah. it's like, why do we even bother? Why do we even bother just logging onto their website and making comments? You, they'd already made their mind up. The NRA was already talking to Trump, obviously. Right. So where does that leave us? Yep, it's the placebo. All of it yeah. went to a dead email that nobody read. There you go. Yeah, so I'm getting some comments here. People want to know what we could do to be proactive. What do you think, Brandon? Honestly, I I got kind of frustrated because, again, I just filmed a video probably about two hours ago talking about this. If there's anything we can do, I, I really – I don't know if there's anything we can do. I mean, the, the NRA is pretty much dead to me at this point. You could probably – Tell them why you're not going to renew, even if that does anything. I'm pretty sure it goes to the same dead email as the ATF comments. Mm. Uh, I talk specifically to my audience because I know for a fact there's like 20 people that watch my stuff that Don Jr. follows on Instagram. I said, hit him up. If he follows you, it goes right to his DMs on the off chance that he reads it. That's at least a direct line. He's the best guy that we got anywhere near the White House. But even then, I don't know if that does anything. He's not the president, though. He's not the president. And... um you know, he may be he may be on our side. He may believe what we believe, but he can't get it across to these people that this is not a solution. Look, right now, um, there was you know, we, I was preparing for a whole bunch of things to talk about before we came on. And this happened. One of them is that the mayor of Dallas doesn't even want the NRA convention to happen in um, in 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 Dallas, you guys know that, right? Did you guys hear about this? Yeah, well, good. I'll I'll save my money from restaurants and stuff like that, and just bring packaged food from home. I don't yeah. need to do any any business in this. Town. Are you are you in Dallas, Brandon? No, no, I'm I'm from North Carolina, but I was saying like, right. how much business do we bring to a Shot Show? They said like twenty three million dollars to the Vegas economy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the thing is, that's what I was going to talk about, that I think there was like North Dakota was offering itself up, itself up. But here's and up until up until all of this news broke, I was just I was actually just communicating with someone and they were like, hey, are you still going to the NRA show? There's all this stuff going on. 
Um, you know, from what you just said, Brandon, I really agree with you. Like, why are we even bothering? Why are we even bothering to go to the NRA show? Are, are they even going to give a crap about what we say? Are they even going to care? Should there even be a show? Is the NRA even any good? Is it doing anything for us? What's up, Lola? I know that Tim, uh, I don't know if he wants me to say anything, but he mentioned before doing something at the NRA convention that I think might be kind of interesting. I don't know. I, I won't say anything if, uh, if he hasn't talked about it yet. But right. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're going to do that, then. I, but, you know, I, I'm asking myself, like, what is even the point of it? Because if we go there, just go, like up until up until this, I was asking myself, I mean, I was OK with going up until this because I was like, OK, we can go there. We can make our voices heard. These people obviously don't give a crap about what we have to say. No, they don't. And I, I can see I can see your point. And I've actually decided that I'm not going to go. I'm not going to enter the show for for two reasons. One is because I, you know, Tim had to do a lot of convincing with me. We had to do a lot of talk talking about this and he tried to convince me to and I did. I was convinced to give him to give him the money, you know, because you got to be a, a member. OK, to mm -hmm. enter the show. And I've gone back on that and I've said, no, I don't want to give them one red cent. OK, yeah. so that's my first reason. My other reason is they don't care. Right. And I think that personally, I'm going to stand and picket them outside. That's what I'm going to do. OK, so I'm going to okay. stand and protest them outside because that's probably where the cameras are and where the media is going to be and stuff like that. And I think that is is better pressure than going inside, you know, and standing in between the choir and uh, trying to be the voice that stands out. Somebody that, should be right outside trying to enlist for GOA. That's the that's the way that I see it. Yeah, you know? I agree with you. And I'm going and I'm going to stand outside. I'm going to print a I'm going to print 200 freaking shirts and hand them out for free to, for people. You know what I mean? Um, the not real activist shirts. And I'm just going to, you know, whoever wants to join. Fine. If not, I'll do it alone. All right. I understand. Uh, what you're going to add something to that, Brandon? Oh, yeah. I was just saying that somebody should be outside uh, enlisting for the GOA. And this really sucks because I have to go in anyway because I, I run a marketing gig uh, within the gun industry. So like there's clients and stuff that I've just I've just got to go as an economic reality. But mm -hmm. I really don't want to give the NRA any false credence or anything like that, any false approval. Yeah. And, and I don't think anyone should hold that against you. You know, people oh. still have to work and feed their children and pay their bills and stuff like that. But right. And which reminds me that, you know, just because I'm doing this and I'm not giving them one red cent doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. I mean, there's an equal argument that says, look, I'm going to pay so I can go. You know, I'm going to pay uh, to be able to go inside and protest. Right. I just have a different viewpoint on that. And I respect people who are going to, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, I'm wondering how many more straws do we need before we stop supporting the NRA altogether? They need to get a huge bite out of this. I'm just going to read something from um, Lola gave me this post from from our military arms channel. You guys have probably seen it. Um, here, here's what he says on. It looks like this is on um, the Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So um, I've warned gun owners since the election that Trump wasn't a Second Amendment supporter. I warned you not to trust the Republicans. Trump is doing this with the full support of the NRA. But to Trump and the NRA, it's time to organize boycotts of companies that fund the NRA. Um, and then he goes on to say Midway USA donates the most totaling $10 million a year, half of LaPierre's salary with their NRA roundup. They will be my first target. Stand with me, patriots. 
We will make these financiers of traders feel the pain for their actions. If you support the NRA or if you continue to support their largest financiers, you are a traitor to the Constitution. Feel free to unfollow me now. The battle lines are drawn and it's now time to choose sides. And, and he goes on from there. Um, yeah. And then and then I see we've got Jordan Stein from the uh, from GOA just joined us. Uh, uh, Brandon was just mentioning the GOA. Jordan, welcome. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, Sorry. Uh, we've been working since like overtime today. So I was just now able to hop on. So uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. You got it. Uh, and do, do you have some kind of comment? I know you guys have made other comments um, on different platforms that you guys have, but what's your comment on what's going on here? So we just released the statement um, about Trump's uh, directive and I have it printed off. Um, and I think it'd be good if I just read it off to you. It's on our websites, on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, um, please do. Uh, please do. So, okay. So Gun Owners of America statement on President Trump bump stock memo. Uh, Donald Trump released a memo to direct the attorney general to seek uh, comments on a rule uh, purporting to ban bump stocks. The memo states in part, today I am directing the Department of Justice to dedicate all available resources to complete the review of the comments received and as expeditiously as possible to Purpose for notice a, and comment a rule banning all devices that turn legal weapons into machine guns. In light of Trump's actions, Executive Director of Gun Owners America, Eric Pratt, issued the following statement. If Donald Trump's goal is to ban bump stocks, then that is a gross infringement of Second Amendment rights. GOA has long warned that such a ban can easily be applied to triggers, magazines, and semi-automatic firearms. Furthermore, the ATF has ruled multiple times that bump stocks do not convert a semi-automatic firearm into a fully automatic firearm. Converting a semi-automatic firearm into a fully automatic firearm is already legal under federal law. Additionally, a ban on bump stocks would, be, would ignore the ATF's pr uh, previous public comment period that garnered over 100,000 comments, which were overwhelmingly anti-regulation. Banning bump stocks would not stop criminals from getting guns, but it can be used by gun controllers to ban magazine triggers and semi-automatic firearms. While Trump ran as a pro-gun candidate, this action does not appear to line up with his campaign rhetoric. And instead of furthering the right to keep and bear arms, Trump should urge Congress to pass H.R. 34, which would repeal gun-free school zones, an issue which Trump campaigned on. Regardless of Trump's future actions on bump stocks, Gunners America remains committed to fighting any bump stock ban or regulation, including the use of legal action. So there you have it. Okay, very good. Do you guys um, have a comment on this? Who wants to go first? I'll let Brandon go. Okay, sure. Brandon. Uh, I was actually, while he was saying that, I went on mute real quick and looked up how much a life member membership to the GOA costs. <laughs> because I've got a life membership to the NRA, and frankly, it's not really worth much to me anymore. Yeah. Well, we've got a link for anyone who wants to do this. This is a shameless plug. And guys, by the way, don't forget to click the thumbs ups and share this. But in our description, we have a link if you want to sign up with the GOA. I don't think we have one for life membership, but the yearly is $20 a year. That link gives it to you for $15 a year. Correct. So. And the life membership, to answer your question, is $500. So. Okay. Well, if you're going to use it better than the NRA does, that's uh, $500 well spent. Yeah. 
Uh, you know what? The, it's like, wh- what the hell is going on, man? If America is being run by Democrats, let's stop pretending. OK, if it's being run by liberals, let's stop pretending. What the hell is going on with politicians and the, and all these politicians that are trying to make us wait for the midterm uh, in the midterm? Their asses need to go. Any politician out there that supports this needs to go. We do not need to support people that are doing this. And in my opinion, that includes Donald Trump. We don't need to support anyone that's going to do this. This is not going to end well. This is not. I mean, if you listen to what Jordan just said, this is not just bump stocks. This is not a piece of plastic. This is anything that changes the rate of fire of a firearm. And that is a heavy sweep. And I'm like shocked. You know, I agree with what Mac is saying about the companies that support the NRA in this way. But where the hell are the companies that are going to be affected by this? Modifying your firearm when you buy it is the first thing that you do. This is a huge part of the industry. They don't care about them. And I'll tell you why they don't care about them, because the ones that are going to suffer are going to be obviously the the guys who do the bump stock, which is actually right here in Texas. It's only a it's only down the road from me. Okay, Uh, they're going to be it's going to be people who create uh, adjustable triggers. Right. So they're they're not really a big part of the industry. Right. And the people who and the people who create magazines. But so what if they take magazines away? People are still going to buy buy magazines, but it's not going to be 30 rounds. It's going to be 10 rounds. So they don't care. That's that's the way I see it. And let, let me say something about the Trump thing. For all the people who supported Trump and still support Trump, you know, good for you. I, I mean, you know, I, I supported him during the election. But I'll tell you this. No matter how much you love Trump and no matter how much you want to be an apologist for him, okay, and it doesn't matter who the president is and how much you love the president, if you cannot stand up and hold your president accountable – when he does wrong, and if you cannot stand up and tell him that he's wrong, then there is you truly need to look into the mirror and and figure out if you're a patriot or not. That's all I'm going to say. Absolutely, you can't if you can't hold your guy to the fire, you're not into politics. You're a sports fan. You just there like you the go. red better than the blue. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I listen when I vote. I vote for very clear things, and one of those things is the Second Amendment. Period. I'm just telling you guys, without that, I don't think we have anything else. How the hell are you supposed to defend this? If you guys don't know what this is going to look like, I mean, I was born in a country that right now the laws of that country say that if they feel you have a firearm in your home, they can go into your home and see what the hell is in there. OK, do you, you and, and people in I, I'm always surprised at this because people in America think that these are things that happen in other countries. These are things that happen in some third world country that will never. That's like another planet. OK, and it's never going to happen here in America. Well, that's bullshit. OK, this is not this is not going to end here. And any business out there that thinks that this is only going to affect a few companies in the industry, I'm going to tell you that's dead wrong. That's going to affect the entire industry. It's going to it's going to start from stores. You know, now in the beginning, it may look to, to someone like, hey, all these people that don't know any better are just going to run out there and buy every single gun that they can and buy every single bump stock and and trigger that they can to modify the rate of fire. What they don't understand is a long time ago, these guys figured out that grandfathering stuff is bullshit. <laughs> What makes you think it's going to be grandfathered in? Uh, Hank, uh, let me let me let me tell you something that I heard from a very, very viable source, which I can't I promise that I can't you know, I can't tell you who that is. I might tell you in private, but I just can't do it uh, in public. But I'll tell you this much. 
Um, manufacturers don't actually care about gun stores. Okay. If you look at what one manufacturer, which I won't name, you'll probably find out soon what one manufacturer is doing. Uh, they're planning on going direct. So cutting out distribution and cutting out gun stores and selling directly to the end, to the end customer. They don't care about gun stores. The gun store for a manufacturer is purely a, a, a middleman who basically takes a profit out of, out of their cut, takes cut out of their profit. Okay. Yeah. So if, if it goes down the way that it's, that I've been hearing that it's going to go down, you know, the route that it's going to go down, they're mm -hmm. going to cut the gun stores out anyway. Right. Yeah. And like, in the age of the internet, they can do that. Yeah, of course they can do that. Of course, all they need is just some local FFLs or whatever to, to just do the background check, you know? Right. No, I think I understand that. And yeah. some of that might happen naturally, you know, but. <laughs> so in the end, look, it's, it's like this. What they care about is their bottom line, whether you buy a, you know, whether you buy uh, five ARs, whether you buy 10 magazines, uh, 30 round, do you know what I mean? Or 30 magazines that are 10 round, it doesn't matter. To them, their bottom line is not going to be affected. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say to you. No, I understand. I, right, I understand that as a natural progression of the way that things are going. I think that's going to happen across the board in lots of industries outside of guns. I think right. lots of stores, like Nike stores, are not going to be a place where someone goes to buy sneakers anymore. If they go to the few stores that are going to remain, they're going to go there for camaraderie to to maybe see some kind of athlete to to get together with other people who who think alike. Yes, that's how things are going to change. But overall, you 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 know, this this is the, that's probably the way that it's going to go. But that doesn't mean that stores aren't going to exist, and the people like us aren't going to remember who was with us and who wasn't with us, right? There's a natural change that's going to happen because of the internet, and I get that, you know. But we all we're all going to sink or swim together here on this particular thing. And I no, think I if think there's industries that just don't give a crap who goes down the drain, as long as they sell everything they're making now and then they can go off to some other industry, it's not really going to work like that. I get that. But I'm going to, to the point where you said that, you know, do they not realize that gun stores are going to be affected? And what I'm saying is that they don't care. Right. right? They don't, okay. If they can sell directly to the consumer, if they can cut all the middlemen out, which is distribution and all that kind of stuff and transportation, you know, transportation companies that get paid to move all this stuff from place to another – they move all that out of the way, they can maximize their profits. Yeah. yeah, but guess what? If you can't sell anything, nothing moves. Well, Here's I don't know the problem with big companies, uh, like especially the publicly traded ones, especially the publicly traded ones, the only thing they yeah. care about is profit from quarter to quarter. They there don't care what the profits look like six years from now because they're probably not going to be there. Right. Yeah. They only care about the shareholders. Yeah. Brandon, it looks like you want to say something here. Jump in. What's that? No, I, I'm sorry. Not Brandon. Uh, Jordan. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It looks well, like you want to say something. Go ahead. No, and jump I, just, I think the biggest thing, you know, I have to say on this, the GOA, we represent the gun owner. You know, that that's what we're about. We're, we're about represent, representing gun owners like like Sam and Brandon and Hank and, you know, people who care about the Second Amendment to the Congress. So that's what we're about. And that's what we're, we're going to do. Um, you know, we're we're planning a pretty strong campaign to Congress and Trump to snuff out Nick's fix and and bump stock bans or regulations like, like our, our statement said. So, yeah, that's that's what we do. You know, we're not necessarily concerned so much about the industry or um, or manufacturers. We wish if they're not with us, we wish they were with us. But we're concerned about the gun owner 
and and their rights. Yeah. Okay. So, and there's a couple of things that I want to get into with that. First of all, let me try to um, deal with some stuff that's coming in from people. Um, someone said, okay, Midway, fine. But what about Brownells? Uh, Pete Brownell should step down. Um, so should, uh, so who should we support? So that's what they're trying to say there. Um, I can't speak for the people at Brownells, but I do communicate with them. And I could tell you they're just as pissed off as we are. Uh, Pete, Pete Brownell uh, is Pete Brownell is a great guy. Um, I think if Pete steps down, it's going to be because he's he's had enough of the bullshit, you know. And he's probably it's probably going to be because he's going to come to a point where he's if he hasn't yet, he's going to come to a point where he realizes that the board is just powerless. The board is just a yeah. a, a window. It's a front. It's a smokescreen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's to make people think that their vote and their membership money actually means something. Yeah, this is not something that's just happening to us. It's happening to people in the industry. Right. I think I agree with Sam and I agree with Jordan that there's some people who want this, but there's lots of people in the industry that are gun guys. This means everything to them. And they're just as mad as we are. Maybe they tried to work with the NRA because they thought, hey, we could do something here. But as we said before, this is a completely different world. So just like gun stores could go the way of the dodo, or pretty much disappear, so can the NRA here. Right. You yeah, and I think that's the next big question that everybody's going to be talking about is that can the NRA be salvaged at this point? Because I think now that there's actually action being taken about the bump fire ban that they recommended a couple of months ago, I think there's a lot of people that were kind of defensive about the NRA that are not going to be anymore. Because I was neutral before. I was kind of staying out of that whole shit show, but now it's just, it's it's done. Yeah, the NRA needs to be defunded. That's my uh, that's yeah. my ultimately know, that's, my that's the on that's the only thing that I could be I think could be done with it. We just have to stop. We have that we have to stop feeding this. You know, we have to get past the thing where we're like, hey, let's try to work with them. Let's try to change them. I think in the end, we cannot change these people. We cannot get them to see things the way that we do. I don't even think who we think is running the NRA is running the NRA. As Max said, you have to look at like Ackerman McQueen and all those people that are really behind this, that kept this thing going. It's just a behemoth for making money for them at this point. And even if they cut that money in half, just like a lot of uh, the people that we're talking about in the industry that are letting us down and not on our side, they don't care if, the, you know, they're still going to make money. Even if it gets cut in half, they could bleed this thing dry and then go on and do something else. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, there's a question here. Uh, I don't know if you want to take a question. Caught yeah. my eye here. It's a question for, um, I guess it's for, uh, for Jordan. Okay. Uh, and uh, someone uh, called Nestor Paul, he's saying, uh, GOA guy, uh, what can you guys do to stop this? Please, please explain in detail or, or to try and stop it at least. Well, like we said last time, I think uh, when I was on with Hank, I think it was last week, uh, you know, we said we're, we're going to President Trump about this. You know, well, this is a great example. Um, you know, we, we just had an alert out to go today to tell uh, uh, Congress to oppose all gun control. And, and that was the big thrust there was Nick's fix. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to Trump. So calls and emails and contacting Trump and the White House and the RNC and, and all those individuals. Um you know, it appears there'll be another comment period. That's what Trump's directive was today, uh, to have another uh, public notice and, and, you know, for regulation. So we'll we'll probably rally people for that again. You know, we were 
overwhelmingly victorious last time. Um, so, and we know the antis will be gunning to have that comment period. Uh, so we'll, we'll be going there. And like I, like our statement says, um, you know, if, if legal action is appropriate means, then we will take legal actions and, and challenge them in the courts. Um, so at GOA, we're 110% committed to fighting uh, any type of bump stock ban or regulation, whether it's, like I said, the last time from Congress or the ATF, we're, we're opposed to it all. So, uh, so are you saying that if this, uh, not if, when this, when this goes through, uh, are you prepared to, uh, to file a lawsuit and take this to court? Yeah. Uh, so again, I can't speak to something that we haven't looked at and examined, but you know, like I said, we're we're prepared 110% to fight this, including the use of of legal action. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not saying that you know you should promise to do that. What I'm saying is that you would be prepared to do something like that. Yes. Yes. Okay. And and that's why anybody out there that's listening, and that's why we you know you need to join the GOA because these are the fights that the GOA is. Uh, and I'm not plugging the GOA here. It's just the way that I see it. OK, um, we need alternatives. We can't, yeah, we, we can't we, just we, be mad fight. and go into the streets. We right. do have to block otherwise because we can go into the streets all we want to. Um, you know, that's not yeah, going to affect fights, anything. The fights that the NRA is running from and the fights that they're negotiating uh, our rights away with uh, rather than fighting. The, it looks like the GOA are willing to fight. And I think the GOA is the organization that we need to 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 fund this i mean you know this stuff takes money you know what i'm saying that's a great marketing line too is the goa is fighting the gun control that the nra is sponsoring exactly yeah yeah, yeah. exactly they're, do, they're need, fighting the fights that they are running approach. away from right we need a multi-pronged approach here we need to stop it legally we need to challenge things we need to talk to people that are in power that we put in power and um i think we need we need to hit people in their pocketbooks i i 100 agree with mac I'm telling you right now, I agree with Mac, man. Any oh. company that I deal with, uh, I, I'm going to talk to companies and say, pull your support for the NRA if you support them and put it in other places. And then we need to go after politicians that break their bond of trust with us on this subject. We need to go after them. We need to replace them with people that we could trust. Period. Oh, I'm, uh, oh, I'm telling you right now that uh, after this chat, I'm logging on to Midway and I'm canceling my account. Okay, and with yeah. any other company that 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 collects money for the NRA, yeah, we and we need to talk to them because uh, I yeah. mean I I don't Absolutely. know where these guys. I'm, are. I'm gonna let them know. I'm gonna let them know. I'm gonna send them an email and say I'm closing my account because of this, and then I'm gonna explain my position. Yes. And it can be a copy paste email that you can just do to all the you know well, people, hey, you're, people you're not gonna work with if anymore. If I could speak to the candidates, and you mentioned that at GOA, we're going to be heavily involved in uh, the the midterms. And the the guys that we support are not going to be the guys who squish out. You know what we you look at the people who we support, and they are true no compromise guys. And in fact, uh, one of our the questions on our, our survey that that we're going to send out has bump stocks on it. Do you oppose bumps or do you support a bump stock ban? You know, and there's only one correct answer to that. Um, right. 
you know, so we're going to be involved in there and then the guys we support, you know, if that's someone your, your people want to look up to and, and vote for, if it's in their district, you know, we, we, we do vet these candidates. So, yeah, the one thing that we have going for us is that we are paying attention. We're politically active and we could do something about this. We can hold these guys feet to the fire and make sure they do what they're supposed to do for us. At this point, I don't think Trump really cares. He got to become president. He's going to get you know, presidential library and all of that. But for me, I want someone in the White House that gets this and that's willing to say that go. this is a placebo and it's not going to stop anything from happening. I don't want this to happen. I don't want what happened in that school or what happened in Las Vegas and what happens in the world. I don't want it to happen. What I want is human beings to be able to defend themselves. It's your right. If you're whether you believe in God or not, it's your God given right. You are born on this planet, whether you're a human being or an animal, you have the right to defend yourself. Preach it. <laughs> I, I agree. So, I mean, I think, you know, that we, we have we have a certain thing with us that we are politically active and we need to let these people know that we're not going to let you get away with shit. That yeah, we don't want to hear about wait till the midterms. Yeah. And I think we're at the point as well where people have to call up their their elected officials mm-hmm. and uh, continue to be nice, but stop being nice at the same time and just say, look, if you don't stop this, if you don't do something to stop this, I will vote you out. And that's it. You know, because I think we're at a point where we we just have to stop sugarcoating stuff and, you know, trying to be nice and everything to to these guys. And we need to tell them that it's gotten to a point now where you will be voted out. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Okay, um, were there any other questions, Brandon? I don't know if you're able to see questions or not. I don't know. Yeah, I just pulled up the uh, the YouTube side of things so I can see the questions and whatnot. Okay. Were there any that came across to you that you'd like to uh, do something with? Not that I saw. Uh, I pulled it up just a couple of minutes ago. I did see one person talking about a Rand Paul presidency. Honestly, I, I don't know how political we want to get here, but uh, I know you're not. <laughs> let's, let, let, we might as well do it. We might as well go in. Full I, was Rand Paul <laughs> I, I was absolutely 100% a Rand Paul guy, but I think he dropped out just before the uh, North Carolina primaries. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what? You know what really makes me mad in America that I notice that everything here is about who's cool. Um, did you? Get, I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Idiocracy. Who, who here has seen it? Not. Okay. Have you not have to look at this movie, man. It's a like great a, movie. Yeah, great. it's like a freaking prophecy, and we're living it. If you look at this movie, we're living now where the person who's president, we're all going by who's cool, and that's gonna that's gonna be detrimental to us. We're gonna fail. We're we're gonna lose our freedom here. You know, in lots of ways, like people might not be worried about guns, but when when they take the guns away, what the hell do you think comes next? You know, there goes your free speech. There goes your religious liberty. You know, there, you know, your First Amendment's gone. Uh, The Fourth Amendment, that's already being eroded um, in many extents, Um, you know. But but yeah, it's uh, the rest of the Bill of Rights is is gone. And the Second Amendment is really the the bulwark, uh, the the safeguard for the rest of the liberties. And that's that's one of the reasons why I got so involved. That's one of my motivating reasons to to uh, protect gun rights. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, just look at what these guys on The View said about people, religious people recently. Just look at that. That's an indication right there. Um, We've also I don't know if you guys heard the train whistle. But we do have uh, Military Arms Channel chiming in. Mac, what's up? Can you hear us? 
Uh oh, looks like he's frozen. Um, okay, we, he might he might uh, come back in. I think he's frozen there. Okay, so while we're waiting for Mac to come back in, um, someone asked this question before, and I'm getting it many many times over here. Uh, so should we forget about national reciprocity? Who wants to take this? Oh, one? that's gone. That's totally gone. That's uh, that's been down the drain for a while now. Yeah, Brandon. I wish it wasn't. I wish it wasn't because they had such an airtight argument for that as far as like the Supreme Court and their 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 thing on gay marriage. Like all the all the precedents leading up to that was perfect. We had a perfect airtight argument for it. And now it just looks like it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that. um, Yeah, guys, um, that one, I, I think you should really forget about that right now. It's not an impossible thing in the future, but it's impossible in the near future right now. Mac, are you can you hear us? Looks like. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I don't know. You can hear me, huh? Yeah, okay, now we can hear you. Okay. All right, there we go. I'll switch my bandwidth to low. How's that work? Yeah, it's good. You look a lot better. You look a lot... (laughs) Yeah, we just want to hear what you have to say on this, man, so... Good thing thing you came in, Tim, because I was ranting for about an hour here, and I need someone to take over. (laughs) <laughs> uh, he's probably been he's been ranting for the last 10 hours dude i'm, I'm yeah. forced all the phone calls i've been on i've been uh so i i, I started this whole thing where i said if this uh atf regulation went through or anything like that because i has been pushing it i was gonna start calling for boycotts and um i i've just been so busy trying to get ready to leave um, tomorrow morning early for the hunt in Texas. It's like every time I travel, it's like the whole world comes to a complete abrupt end and um, they set the constitution on fire. Maybe I should stop traveling. Mm. Yeah, uh, you might, except, except if you're going to run for office. We're losing, we're losing uh, one gun right for every deer that you take down, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going sh- to shoot a bunch of deer in the face just because of this. <laughs> so all, all, all you PETA freaks watching this, just know that every time you protest gun ownership, I'm going to kill a deer. Yeah, Bambi is um, going to die in the woods. A horrible death. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. So bring me up to speed. What are you guys talking about? Well, I'm uh, okay. <laughs> what do you think we're talking about right now? I mean, we, we saw what Trump came out and said. I'm pretty sure you saw this also. You know? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the new 10 millimeter high point carbine. Never mind. <laughs> we're about call. Later. Okay. We were supposed we have Brandon, the AK guy here. We're supposed to talk about the 50 cal AK. I don't know if that's going to happen. Know, this is a little horrible. more pressing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what do you want to say on this, Tim? I know, you know, and you're still coming in a little broken up. You might want to go like uh, audio only. Oh, did we, did we lose it? Yeah, we lost him again. <laughs> okay. So yes, na- uh, national reciprocity till we get Mac back. You can forget yeah, about I, that I can, one. I can put in some two cents on Go that. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it passed the the house with the nasty uh, fix next bill, and and to be honest, you know uh, Schumer would filibuster reciprocity, so it needs sixty votes, and, and sadly, we just don't think the votes are there right now. Um, there are there are some other uh, ways you could do it. You could put it on a on a must pass bill um, uh, that the that the leadership really wants to pass. That's something you could tack on, but it's kind of in this stalled state right now in the Senate. Uh, furthermore, um, 
a few weeks ago, uh, the Bud letter in the House, uh, a bunch of it was, it was this letter by Representative Ted Bud. I believe he's from North Carolina. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what district, but it, it's just essentially said, um, don't send us uh, Nick's fix without reciprocity. It, essentially saying, um, don't send us back uh, just Nick's fix, just the gun control. So that letter uh, kind of uh, snuffed out the the uh, the reciprocity Nick's fix. So it was kind of stalled right now. Um, that's from what we're seeing and hearing on the Hill. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, Brandon, uh, Sam, do you guys have anything else to add to that? I think it's unfortunate, but um, it was probably people announced that whole reciprocity thing too early anyway. You know, um, and then everyone thought, like, I think it, it's it already killed part of the industry and no one in the industry is seeing how that happened. You know, um, so specifically suppressors. Right. No, no one. Yeah. Yeah. Right really 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 bad for a lot of suppressor companies i know and i think they're just now starting to get back from that now that people kind of get the reality that hey that's probably not going to happen yeah yeah that's not yeah yeah reciprocity is obviously everyone being able to go everywhere with their guns but i think the other thing is uh suppressors coming off the nfa and all that like these are pipe dreams that we got fed i'm not i I don't think they should be pipe dreams that's you know let's get that clear goa you know we agree with that i i've been on the hill with my uh you know representing goa going to staffers uh for uh not only hpa but a stronger suppressor bill called the shush act um, introduced in the Senate, I think it's by Mike Lee and, and uh, Mike Crapo uh, and Steve King in the House, um, that would completely deregulate suppressors from the NFA. Um, so you could buy a suppressor just like you could buy um, a scope. Uh, whereas with uh, the Hearing Protection Act, while it's a great bill, it would still require the Nick's background check. Um, you know, so we, we've went to back, uh, even me personally for, for both bills, especially the, the shush act, which is, which is the one we prefer, um, you know, and, and, uh, so we've been on the Hill, we've been pushing that. And, you know, the reason why going back to reciprocity really doesn't have why rest the, the reciprocity bill doesn't have national standards or why it protects constitutional carry states is because of GOA's no compromise stance. You know, okay. we, we do believe in reciprocity. You look at the Article Four of the Constitution, um, but it, it should protect constitutional carry states. There's 14 of them, and then it, you know, it shouldn't have any national standards, which would essentially have a national permit, and all types of problems can can come out of that. So the reason why it's the why HR 38, as introduced, was the best reciprocity bill ever introduced is because of GOA. Okay. Okay. I think we've got Mac back. Uh, Mac, how are we coming in? <laughs> Fine, I hope. I had to, I had to move downstairs closer to the router. My my wife likes to bury things in like cabinets, and I guess she doesn't understand how Wi-Fi works. So, um, <laughs> yeah, usually yeah. when I lose stuff, it's because Lola decided to clean up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I found so. uh, Xbox controller chargers put, sitting in front of the uh, wireless router that's pushed back into a shelf somewhere. So oh, anyway, okay. um, I had to move downstairs. Yeah. Okay, so, what's so, up, guys? Oh my gosh. Hey, how are the earbuds working? Are they working okay? Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, we can. Okay, cool. Yeah, those are working good. So without giving away anything, um, I think people would like to know what's going on here. I mean, the NRA show's coming up, you know. Is it? NRA's about to get kicked out of Dallas, man. Yeah, well, that's what we were talking about at the top of the show, that Dallas doesn't even want them there. Well, I don't want them in my town either, so. 
Yeah, I mean, I so do we, do we even bother going to this show? Should we just take? Oh, I'm you going. Know, you know how many like because we go to the NRA show. Do you know how many people go there? Good, because but they're going to they're gonna be wearing our Forged from Freedom, not real activist shirts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know what the thing is for me, man, I'm, I'm really getting really close to that point. Someone was asking me today, like, hey, are you still going to the NRA show before all of this? And I was like, yeah, you know, of course, I'm going to go there because I have an opinion that I, that I want to be heard. But, you know, the more this like the more these things come out, just the more angry I am, because I know that they knew all of this going in. They knew they they're, they're they're like sheep to the slaughter here, man. So I, I think I think people misunderstand the NRA, and and maybe I've I've contributed to that. People say, "Oh, Mac, you're out of your mind." The NRA isn't anti-gun. I agree, they're not anti-gun. They're in they're grossly incompetent. They're cowards, and and as evidence of that, take a look at the Heller case. They fought against Heller tooth and nail. They took their due-paying members' money. They took uh, Midway USA's money and everybody else that funds them. They took all that money. And they paid their attorneys to keep Heller from being heard by the Supreme Court. Heller was a landmark decision that was, was a, a, a tremendous step in protecting our, our individual right to. And you're saying that was despite the NRA? The NRA opposed it every, every step of the way through all the appellate courts. They opposed it. They did not want the Supreme Court to hear it. They fought against the Supreme Court hearing it. It wasn't until it actually was what the Supreme Court said that they would hear the case that NRA stepped in and lended assistance. Of course, at the end of the day, despite the fact they didn't bring the case, they didn't push the case to the Supreme Court, they fought it the whole way. Once it was won, they claimed all the credit, didn't mention any of the other organizations that actually actually brought the case. But their reason for doing it is very simple. They're chicken shits, pardon my French. They're cowards and they're incompetent. So their, their argument was, well, you know, we really don't know if we really have enough justices and what if they decide against us and it could be really bad. Do they ever really think that they're going to stack the court with nine pro-gun justices? What are they waiting for? They're, they're scared to death of a fight, and that's why they make backroom deals, and that's why they negotiate our rights away. They're saying, okay, well, look, look, okay, oh, 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 bump stocks and, 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 and rate-increasing devices – yeah, let's trade those because we don't want them coming after our, our hunting rifles. And maybe we can we can appease them and make the anti-gunners go away for a little while if we just give them a little bit of something that that nobody else really cares about, like bump stocks. Nobody cares about bump stocks, even though it's not about bump stocks. People, and, and but they've been doing this. When I was a kid in the 80s, it was the whole black rifle thing. The NRA did not stand up to defend AR-15s and AKs and stuff like that. They would gladly trade those to protect their precious deer rifles. They are and continue to be a bunch of FUDs and they're scared of every single fight. So what does a coward do when when, when confronted and, and facing a, a battle? A coward tries to talk their way out of it. They'll give away their freedom, they'll give away their liberty and hope that they get that they can keep a little bit of something and go home at the end of the day because they're cowards. Yeah. And the NRA is cowards. You cannot win a war without fighting battles. At some point, you gotta stand up and fight like a man and the NRA is full of a bunch of cowards, turncoats, and outright fuds. There are elements within uh, the, the NRA that I would classify as anti-gun. Marion Hammer uh, came right out and said that the NRA never wanted us to have machine guns. They never they were appalled that we would have a bump stock. Um, you know, she thinks that everybody should have a single shot pistol tucked in their pants. They're they're part of the problem. And they're cowardly and they won't fight and they won't take a no compromise stand. Um, you know, we have Jordan sitting there. 
from GOA, the one reason I, I've, I've always admired GOA is because no matter how, how much the fight may seem impossible, they still stand on the side of right. They won't say, okay, well, to get reciprocity, we'll give you 30 round magazines. Okay. That's what the NRA does. Yeah. Then you have real pro-right gun groups that say, how about you get nothing and you give us reciprocity? Um, the, the only thing that we see, so you can't negotiate with rights. Rights are things that we were born with and they're not negotiable. They're not, you can't take bits and pieces of rights and say, well, I'll give you a little bit of my right for this, you know, for this in exchange. There never is a compromise. What it is is a surrendering, an endless surrendering of our rights. Yes. And in, in time, they can be eroded. And that's exactly what's happening. That's the point. The anti-gunners are playing a long game. The anti-gunners are many things, but stupid is not one of them, unfortunately. And they're playing a long game. They're wearing us down. And with the NRA playing ball with them and making these backroom deals and negotiating our rights away, what we're going to wind up with in 100 years is, is the absence of a Second Amendment. We'll have a bill of rights that's nine amendments because yeah. they're playing a long game. And it's again, it's the same analogy, a death by a thousand paper cuts. They'll get little bits and pieces here and there until eventually wake up one day and we go, holy cow, how did I lose my precious deer rifle? That's because you sat around with your thumb in your keister and you backed the NRA. So yeah, you, you were always willing to give up someone else's children thinking that one day all the children will be gone except yours. Right. It's yeah. all cool when they come for your neighbors. You don't say anything until they come for you, and that's just it. I I, I will fight to the death to defend people that want a single shot deer rifle, right? But they yeah. won't fight to the death to make sure that I can have my AR-15. Yeah. So and, and we're willing to fight over bump stocks because it's not just bump stocks. It's not just triggers. It's not just like people are like oh it's just a binary trigger or a bump stock. No, it's not. It's the no. definition. It's the same thing that when they tried to see, we went from an assault rifle in 1994. They they knew that the true definition of an assault rifle was one of the key differences was the fact that it was a select fire firearm, right? It had safe, semi and full or burst. A AR-15 is not an assault rifle by classic military definition. It's just a semi-automatic self-loading rifle. Yeah. So they had to come up with a new phrase that sounded as mean and as evil as assault rifle but was a completely new phrase that could be mistaken and be made synonymous. And that was assault weapon. And how do you define an assault weapon? Well, you can't define it by function because it's just a self-loading modern firearm. So now you have to define it by features. Well, it's black, it's plastic, it has a pistol grip, it has a bayonet lug, it has a muzzle brake. It has all these features that make it ugly and scary but it's no different than a rifle just loads itself with a wooden stock like an M14. So that's 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 how we wind up where we are today is, first of all, we let the anti-gunners drive the narrative. We have a gun lobby that isn't a gun lobby. That's a bunch of negotiators and cowards. And then we get, um, you know, rhinos in office like Trump and everybody like on my Instagram, all the stupid things I'm seeing people type. Well, we could have would have been better if we had Hillary. Um, dingbat, have you ever heard of a primary? Do you know what a primary is? Do you remember there are like 162 Republican candidates on stage, but you morons picked Trump? 
So it's like idiocracy. That's what we were saying before. And I think, uh, Sam, you want to come in and then we'll go we'll go to Brandon and then Jordan. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, I wanted to say on the on the fact that the 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 left and the anti-gunners are are well organized and they understand something that that unfortunately a lot of people on our side just don't get. Okay, they understand that if you have a big rock and you don't have a a tool to break it in one go, all you got to do is just put a little dripping tap on top. And that drop by drop in the end is going to erode the rock so far that it's going to split it in two. Okay. And unfortunately, people on our side don't get that. And I wanted to get back to the thing with it. And that's what they're doing. They're chipping away and chipping away and chipping away. And in the end, the rock is going to split. Okay. And going back to what Tim was saying about the NRA, I just wanted to add something here. Yes, I do agree that the NRA are not fighting and they're running away from fights and they're negotiating and all that kind of stuff. However, I also believe that the NRA wants gun control. At oh, least absolutely. some, some form it. of gun control. Because How we do you all think know, they're going to pay Wayne LaPierre $5 million? We all know who the sponsors of the NRA are. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Midway USA, we're coming for you. I'll have that discussion after March 3rd. Absolutely. Okay, Brandon, I'm going to let you go right now because I'm sure you have something to say on this. For sure. The biggest thing that's pissing me off is uh, all the pro-gun people in my social media feeds right now that are saying, well, you know, I really don't care because, you know, bump fire stocks are stupid and I, I really, there's no real purpose for them anyway. And I agree. I don't, I don't really like bump fire stocks, but it's, it's not about the bump fire stocks because as soon as they take something, you're not getting it back. It's just like Milton Friedman, a great economist said, there's nothing more temporary and there's nothing more permanent in this world than a temporary government program. Like once the government takes something from you, like there's just no way in how you're getting it back. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, to those people on your social media, tell them I said, wake the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> okay. On my social media, Hank says, wake the fuck up. Yeah. Here, here's the other thing is it, it, it's, it's not just about bump stocks. See, bump stocks have been used as a misnomer and, and, and as a red herring. See, what they're talking about, the ATF has never even mentioned the word bump stock. They're talking about rate increasing devices. Yeah. What is a rate increasing device? Well, that depends. It's all perspective. Go back to the Gun Control Act of 1968, the Sporting Purposes Clause. Do you know that the BATF bans from import the Glock 42? It had to be manufactured here in the United States because it didn't meet their definition of sporting purposes. That agency got to define what a sporting handgun was. A sporting handgun must have a manual safety. That's why you see these torque revs coming in that are molested with these ugly ass safeties on them. It's because it's not sporting if a handgun doesn't have a manual safety. It's not sporting if the handgun is too small. It's not sporting if it originally had a machine gun barrel in it because we all know machine gun barrels make some automatics machine guns. So this whole bump stock thing is a red herring and it's get, and then they're using it quite intelligently to get the gun community talking about something that the gun community for the most part doesn't care about, right? Nobody does really care about bump stocks. I don't need yeah. one to get the same result. I've demonstrated that time and time again, but it's not bump stocks. They're after rate increasing devices. Exactly. They don't even talk about bump stocks. They want your Geisley three gun trigger. They want the ATF to set some arbitrary standard according to the former director of the technology branch that I interviewed. The ATF wants to set an arbitrary number, something like one round per second. And if you exceed that, you're in possession of an illegal machine gun. If you're out in the woods bump firing your AK without a bump stock, you're in violation of the NFA and you're in possession of a machine gun. And guess what? You lose your rights and get to go to prison because you fired your gun too quickly. A 30 round magazine under an Oprah Oprah Winfrey administration could be 
said to be a rate increasing device. It allows the shooter to shoot more quickly than what the ATF says we should be able to shoot. Therefore, 30 round magazines are banned with a pen stroke and without an act of Congress. And that's what just happened with President Trump. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jordan, um, I think yeah. you want to come in here. Yeah, I I, I can pick it back off of some of those things. I have the, uh, the, the memo that we referenced in our release printed off right here. You probably can't read it, but uh, it, it, this is what it says. Um, a rule banning all devices that turn legal weapons into machine guns, right? Well, it's all uh, already illegal to, to convert a semi-automatic rifle into fully automatics. Now, at GOA, we don't support the NFA or any of those regulations. So, you know, that, that aside, it's already illegal. So what Trump is asking the ATF to do, the Department of Justice to do, is do something that's already prohibited by law. And, you know, if I want to go back to some other things that Tim said, you know, at GOA, we were actually involved in the Heller case. We, we had an amicus brief in that case. And our, our brief, uh, to my knowledge, argued that the Second Amendment invalidates all gun laws. If it's a prior restraint upon keeping and bearing arms, the Second Amendment has struck that null and void. That's what our um, – our amicus brief said to my knowledge and, and furthermore like i said we've challenged machine gun bans in courts you know we're, we're actively fighting this stuff and and like i previously said if it takes legal action then we're committed to that yeah i i'm with you brother on that one and, and it may take legal action on this and we may we may need a test case and guess who isn't going to stop bump firing his gun see what see what, what what jordan just read out loud there jordan say it again because just think about this when he's saying it, because listen to how open ended it is. It does not define anything. It just says any device that turns a semi-automatic into a machine gun. Who gets to define what a machine gun is now? We've already yeah. defined it. We already know what that is. The ATF yeah. is going to have to redefine what a machine gun is to ban yeah, a bump They have to reclassify rate of fire, right? They have to reclassify rate of fire. Exactly. Go ahead, Jordan. 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 Just, read it again first, Jordan released today it's linked to in our in our statement <clears throat> um a rule banning all devices that turn legal weapons into machine guns okay <laughs> so so now well that means <laughs> we, we ban nothing right because there's nothing currently yeah. on the market that turns a legal weapon into a machine yeah. gun outside of an illegal part yeah so, but it's, in, it's the interpretation yeah, well, of no they have a definition for a machine gun already right yes right. Right. That, that, what is the definition for a machine gun right now? It, it, if, if the gun fires more than once with every function of the trigger. Yes. So one, pull, one pull of the one trigger. One pull of the trigger, more than one firing. So basically yeah. one function of the trigger gives, gives you one gunshot, which is a semi-automatic. If you pull the trigger, one function of the trigger gives you more than one shot. It's a machine gun. So a bump stock, does it make the trigger function only once to get multiple shots? No, the trigger's functioning every time. Yeah. So that what that what they're saying is basically nothing, but they're leaving it open ended now. Guess who gets to interpret that? Guess when the DOJ gives that mandate to ATF and ATF gets to interpret that any way they want to. Guess what they're going to do? Well, now we can't just classify a machine gun as something that is uh, that fires multiple times with one pull of the trigger. So now we got to define what a standard rate of fire is for a semi-automatic, and anything that exceeds that is now a machine gun. And they can't do that without an act of Congress, but they're doing it. But here's the problem. They can get away with this, and now we have to go to court and fight it. Meanwhile, they're confiscating things, and they're putting people in jail. Ten years from now, we may be able to, be able to have it decided in court that it was illegal or unjust. But in the meantime, 
we've lost our rights and we will have Canadian style gun laws, people. We've been warning you about this for months, ever since Vegas happened and all these turncoat Republicans started pushing for this BS. And it's happening now. And what Jordan just read to us is absolutely what Rick Vasquez told us was going to happen. And it's happening. And yet gun owners are still sitting back going, it doesn't mean anything. It's happening and it's happening systematically. It's happening systematically, Mac. Uh, uh, Brandon, I don't know if you want to jump in here because we can't see you. So I'm going to give you an opportunity if you need to jump in here. Yeah, that was he's talking about the exact same thing I was mentioning earlier, especially with the ADF ATF redefining what a machine gun is. That's what scares me the most, because at the end of the day, and I, I this is this is really, really rough. But like if we lose bump fire stocks, that, that really, really sucks. But it's not nearly as bad as if the ATF starts screwing around with definitions, because when that happens, then we could lose quite a bit more mm-hmm. because basically what he was talking about with um, the you know, you could go to jail if you're out in the backwoods shooting your AK too quick. You know those FUD gun ranges that we complain about where they're oh, one, one trigger pull every three seconds, you know, and they, they kick you out. That becomes yeah. the entire United States as soon as that happens. Yeah. Right. We right. the exception of now you go to jail for doing it. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, they, they could may, you know, as well turn around and say, right, you can't, if you shoot more than, you know, three rounds or two rounds a second, then you've just created a machine gun. Yeah. Who That's defines that? Say. Who yeah. defines that? Do You're we trade Congress? Yeah. Congress we... is supposed to define that. Right. And what the Trump administration is doing, along with the NRA, is empowering a bureaucratic agency that has zero oversight. Do you remember when the IRS was targeting conservative groups and auditing them and doing all these illegal things? And they had congressional <laughs> hearings and the and, and the director um, of the, the IRS just gave the big middle <laughs> finger to Congress. And guess who got in trouble? Not a soul. Right. There is no accountability at the at, at the bureaucratic level. We hold our Congress people accountable at the ballot box. We cannot vote the ATF out. And that's why this is so dangerous. That's why we've been warning you guys about this. And it's happening. And we still have gun owners that are too damn stupid to realize what's happening. They're part of the problem. And it goes back to what Sam was saying. The anti-gunners are unified. They don't have a, a fractured community. No. It, within the gun community, we have FUDs that think, oh, well, it's just a bump stock. Let's not fall on our store- swords for a bump stock that don't even understand what's really happening. And they're not helping us. They're hurting us. But the anti-gunners, they're unified and they continuously push forward with this. They invent new words. They drive the narrative. They, I just wrote this lengthy email. Who was that? Um, Jordan, was uh, that the Wall Street Journal, New York, New York Times? Times reporter. New York, New York Times. Times reporter. I just wrote them a lengthy email ripping their arguments apart. And, 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 but most gun owners won't do that. They won't stand up and fight for every other gun owner, but all the anti-gunners will always have the same anti-gun mantra and they will never back off of that. But we, as gun owners, we have half of us that think, ah, well, we don't really need, you know, the Jim Zumbos of the world. We don't really need an AR-15 or you got the Joaquin Jacksons of the board of the NRA. Well, a real man doesn't need more than five rounds to, to kill a deer. Well, that's our problem. That's why yeah. that's why we continue to lose our rights. It's because gun owners are apathetic and they only care about what they own. And most of them will go out and buy a gun and will never vote and they'll never join GOA. They'll never get politically active. And they're it, it, it's yeah. so frustrating. 
and this nothing's is, more this frustrating. This is what happens. And I just want to remind everyone that's watching us. It's a little bit of business. We've got lots of people, about 300 people watching us. Please click the thumbs ups. Okay. We need that. We appreciate it. Please do that now. Um, you know, here's the thing that happens, Mac. And we, we have clear evidence of this. And actually anyone here on the panel, uh, Jordan, Brandon, Sam, anyone that wants to take this, um, what happens when things like this happen, right? Most folks out there, most people, the sheep, this is when they say, oh shit, what is a bump stock? I think I'm gonna go buy one now. You know, this is how people react when something, they wait until the last minute. They wait until, I live here in Florida. When there's a hurricane, people decide they need to keep water in their house. You know, Um, that's what we're dealing with here. And that's bullshit. Don't wait until the last minute. They'll race out and buy a bump stock but they won't write the representatives to stop it. No. And they'll overpay for it as well. They'll pay through the <laughs> nose for a bump yeah. stock. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, uh, Hank, uh, I'll, I'll just say my opinion on this real quick. Um, like Mac was saying earlier, a lot of them are just going to sit on the sidelines and they're probably not even aware of what's going on. Unfortunately, while the left is really well organized and unified and they follow the right Facebook pages and all this kind of stuff, we've got, people on this side who have got the nra on their direct pay for once a year you know they're 35 bucks whatever it is for the thing and like eh, you know the nra will take care nra will take care of it you know what i mean so they're not unfortunately there's a lot of people who are oblivious they don't even know what a bump stock is and like you just said they're gonna panic and you know go out and buy one in the hope that you know that it's worth something you know in a couple years or whatever yeah, and that's yeah. all they care about. And that is that is the thing that we need to try and change. That's what I'm trying to get to, right? We need to make more people aware of of their rights and what's happening. We got to make more people aware that the NRA is not really fighting for their rights. We got to make more people aware that there are other organizations like the GOA or and other organizations as well that they could join. Yeah. Where their absolutely. money can go to work. Yeah, and, and that's a qu- that's a question Having the direct, you know, the NRA on your direct pay for for once a year and just not worrying about it. It's just that, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Um, so here's a question for Jordan. Um, Jordan, people want to know, are there enough members in the GOA to make a dent in the opposition here? Again, we are 110 percent committed on this. You look at the, the last ATF um uh, uh, comment period. I know Mac was very uh, vocal about that. I know several other other YouTubers were about or vocal about that. Eighty five percent of those comments uh, were pro gun. Twenty one percent used our exact language, and and many many more used GOA um, and guys like Mac and, and other YouTubers who used our links to get to the ATF and and leave a, a pro gun comment. So you know I was watching. Uh, well, I wasn't watching MSNBC today, but I, I saw a clip, um, and they were like, uh, "The GOA guys, they're organized, they're ready." And this, that's what MSNBC is saying about us. So we're prepared. We're fighting this. And we tripled the anti-gun comments on that. We had uh, 21% of the comments were exactly GOA's language. Uh, and I believe it was 7% of the anti's comments were were their language. So we tripled their output. So we do know how to rally members. And like I've said before, staffers on the Hill say GOA members are loud. Um, so with 
GOA guys, you know, uh, calling their representatives, leaving comments on the, the, the ATF comment period and, and doing things like that. And with GOA going to lawmakers and saying, don't compromise or support this bill or, or, or efforts like that, that's the two-pronged apo- approach that we take. And uh, we think we've been somewhat effective with that over our 40-year history of, uh, of killing gun control. Okay, absolutely. And I just want to let every anyone who's looking at this, if you want to know, none of us, get, uh, if anyone's getting money from the GOA, you guys can say it now. So far as I know, no one is. I'm not. Sam, are you getting money? Uh, absolutely not. Okay, uh, Mac, I don't think you're not getting any money from the GOA. Okay, Mac is shaking his head. His uh, mic is off right now. Brandon, are you getting oh, any money sorry. from the GOA? No, no. Yeah, you're not getting money, right, Mac? No, I'm not. Absolutely. Yeah, we're getting money for me, Hank. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We're giving money. We're giving support. Every month. Brett, every yeah, month. Every month. I pay a full year's due every month to GOA. Okay. You pay. So every month you pay them a, a year's due. Yep. Okay. Um, go ahead, Brandon. I said, if they want to give me some money, I'll take it. But uh, no, I'm not getting paid. Okay. Um, and so, Brandon, I'm going to start with you and I'm going to go down the line here to everyone else. What is the most effective thing that, that, that everyone watching this can do right now to do something about this? We'll start with Brandon. I would right now. The only thing that I can think of is join the GOA. Okay. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> Sam, Thank what you. do you think? <laughs> uh, well, join the GOA for sure, but also keep your ear to the ground okay and don't only watch what our side is doing but watch what the opposition is doing okay if that means that you need to follow a facebook page as anti-gun or or you know something that you don't agree with follow it and keep your ear to the ground right good advice listen to what's going on okay let's do the same thing they do to us man exactly. they're trying to infiltrate us every exactly. single day exactly. they're trolling us every day let's do the same Absolutely. crap that they do and, to us and call your call your your elected officials like i said before and tell them you know be polite but tell them that the time to be nice is over that you will vote them out if they don't don't stand up and do something against this okay cool um Jordan, what's the what's the most effective thing we could do right now, other than joining the GOA, of course? Complacency is the best way to lose your gun rights. So, do not be complacent and feel like uh, Trump is my president. Republicans are in Congress. My gun rights are safe. Well, uh, as evidenced by today's actions, you know it it shows that Trump is willing to to squish on your gun rights a little bit. So. Do not be complacent. You call your congressman, you know, email them consistently. We give you pre-written letters that you can edit to your heart's desire. Uh, Think of them as a springboard to to contact your reps. Use them as talking points when you call in. Um, But do not be complacent. Uh, Be active. I I know Max has, has said things like that before, but, you know, that that that's the best way to do it. Okay, uh, Mac, what's the best thing you can do? I mean, Jordan nailed it. I mean, first of all, you have to be politically active. If you own a gun and you haven't sent a single email and made a single phone call to your representatives, you're part of the problem. And, you're, and we're going to lose our gun rights because of you. You're, 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 you're the problem. So every single gun owner needs to realize that with firearms ownership comes great responsibility, but also comes political activism. Because if you do not fight for your rights, nothing in this world is free. Our rights are certainly not free. And despite the fact that they're enshrined in the Bill of Rights, every single day, people are fighting to take our rights away. So every single day, we must fight to maintain our rights and to, and to reclaim lost rights. 
Call your representatives. Phones are the best. Blow up the switchboards. We made Corbello buckle when we we started that whole campaign. When when uh, he, he introduced his bump stock ban that went away, uh, we we brought him to his knees. I had my fans emailing me nonstop saying I called their offices and they're just hanging up on us now. <laughs> yeah, man. Call them back ten happened. more times. Yeah. Keep hitting them. Blow up their inbox. Be polite, but also hold other companies accountable that are funding the enemies. X products today, they, they just got upstaged by Trump. I, I was about to tear them a new a-hole. Uh, James Malarkey, the owner of X products, his wife actually has a Facebook page that is raising money for Moms Demand Action. What? Okay. Uh-huh. And then James Malarkey goes out there. I posted this on my Facebook page. Go check this one out. This guy has gone uh, you know, full stupid twice uh, after a couple of tragedies talking about wow. uh, gun control. So now he's trying to say, I really support our rights to own everything, but you should have to have testing first and you should be able, you, you know, the NFA is okay. You look, we pay a $200 tax and, and yet, uh, come on, quit phone calls. Yeah. Um, and, and pay a $200 tax. And look, there's no crime. If you pay the tax, the government regulates our rights. Um, you know, hold these companies accountable. And I personally am going to start at the top when I get back from this trip and I'm going to start at the top, and we should boycott every single company that funds the NRA or any other group that is that is used to strip us of our rights. And if we don't do that, guys, you're going to reap what you sow. If you're apathetic, you're not active, and you're not fighting, you're going to lose your rights, and you are part of the problem. Okay, so well, you're going to – I'm sorry. I'm going to let you come in here in a second, Sam. Um, so you're going to have something that people can look to, and that's going to show us – these companies? Yep. I'm starting at the top. I already called them out. I, I called them out today. I have a full list of the top donors to the NRA and Midway USA donates 10 to $14 million a, a year through their roundup program. Um, I'm calling on everybody to stop you know, boycott in essence, Midway USA and tell them why you are no longer supporting them until they take off that roundup um, portion of their website no longer support Midway USA. And when we bring them to their knees and they stop supporting the NRA, then we go to the next biggest donor and we're going to continue down that path. Um, but it's going to take everybody in social media pushing it. Otherwise, it's going to go nowhere. Um, yeah. And keep in mind, only about three to five percent of gun owners will can even be bothered to get off their rear ends to do anything to fight for our rights. So, yeah. But yes. so, so that's the thing. Uh, I, I think we. I want to know about it. I do this five times a week. Monday to Friday, and I'm totally happy to get on here every single day and talk about this, Mac. You just said, I know you can't, I know you can't be here all the time, but let us know. Um, my thing that I was going to say to do something about this is what I've been trying to tell my kids lately. And we talk about movies. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. So we talk about movies. There's a, there's a good movie in my opinion, but it's really a better book called Dune. And the big theme in that movie is that the sleeper must awaken. And I'm just trying to tell you guys, you're fucking sleeping. Wake up. This is going to happen. These people, they're going to they're going to make laws according to what to, to you know, it's going to be reactionary laws to what's happening. And they're going to decide how do we stop a mass shooting? We're going to make this law that you can only shoot what every 10 seconds, every 10 minutes, every hour. What the hell do you think they're going to do? Wake the hell up. That's what needs to happen here. You guys need to wake up and get out of the dream state that makes you think that they're not going to do anything to you, that they're not going to take anything away from you. You've got to change that. Um, Sam, go ahead, man. Say what you were going to say. Oh, I was just going to say on what Mac was saying. Um, I think that if people don't wake up, 
uh, our kids uh, or our children's children. So I'm not even looking at 100 years. I'm looking at maybe 40 years, 50 years. Right. Um, they're not, you know, they're they're this the what our kids see as a or what we see as a fully automatic today, which is gone. OK, our kids will probably see a semi-automatic like that or our grandkids that would also be gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to quote I'm just going to quote Thomas Paine here for a second and say, um, I prefer peace. But if trouble must come, let it come in my time so that my children can live in peace. OK, Amen. so Amen. so, you know, I'd rather we take on this fight now. OK, so that our kids don't lose their freedoms and don't know what it means to live in peace. Nope. Do you see what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. I, I totally agree with you, man. If people think that we're like doing this for anything other than we're tr- which we are trying to help our children, we're trying to help your children. We're trying to help you. You know, we can easily sit here and just you know, enjoy this wave that's about to come that we had way back when we had the fire Armageddon and, you know, everyone was just going out there and buying every gun because they thought it was going to go away and everyone's numbers were going up and all that kind of stuff. Think about the people who are doing that. We are not doing that. We are trying to get you to wake up and pay attention to what's going to happen because you're going to lose something incredibly important if you don't do something about this. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to let you uh, get a word in here, man. Sure, sure. And I'm just going to talk about real quick something that scares me the most. And this is definitely why, you know, immediate action needs to be taken on this is that they're playing the easier game is we're playing defensive. They're playing offensive. So they get to choose whatever they attack and we have to defend. They only have to attack one thing. We have to defend literally everything, because if we don't, they will find the thing that we care the least about and then take that away and then do the same game again the next time there's a school shooting. So this is an infinitely harder game for us to play on the defensive than it is for them to attack. Yeah. How old are you? So true. How, how old are you, man? Brandon. What's that? How old are you, man? Twenty-two. See, what? I'm, uh, oh wow, yeah. I'm older. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, he's a young guy, Brandon. I, I've I've been on this rock for almost fifty years now, and this is the same game, the same game they've been playing since I was your age and before. Mm. The game has not changed, and we continue. Gun owners continue to lose this game. And now we have social media. When I was your age, we we had guns and ammo and we had gun store banter. We didn't have the ability to communicate, rally and, and, and coordinate flash mobs to show up and protest like we do today. Yet today, with the, despite we live in the information age, we still can't get people to get off the rear end to write an email. Back when I was your age, we had to write a letter, go get an envelope, put a stamp on it and put it in the mailbox with the flag up. It actually took a little bit of effort. It yeah, takes- you had to walk uphill to do that, man, in a snowstorm. <laughs> uphill both ways, but in the snow. Yeah, and that's but not a joke. That's not a joke. But that, it, that that's what's scary, brother, is this, this is nothing new, and we continue to lose at the same game. And the anti-gunners just keep using the same tactics over and over and over again, but they're getting smarter. Before, when there was a national tragedy, Nancy Pelosi, Chucky e. Schumer, and Diane Feinstein would jump in front of the first camera with a new assault weapons ban that they had pre-written for the last two years and say, we want to pass this bill. But we kept stopping them. We stopped them during the Obama administration. We didn't even have a bump stock ban during the Obama administration. But here we are with Trump and Republicans controlling the House and the Senate and sitting in the White House, presumably. And here we are having this conversation. It, it's it, it's just it's it's mind boggling. It was under Obama that it was actually classed as just an accessory. Yeah, twice yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah, 
And we're and we're undoing that. Uh, we're undoing that right now. Someone wants to know if there's a way to send a letter through the GOA website. Is there? Is there a Jordan? Can you answer uh, that? to? I'm not. I'm guessing they're saying not email. Obviously, you could do it through email, right? There's lots of email yes. links there. Yes. Yeah. But uh, snail mail. I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're well, talking what about. What I would say to that is, you know, you could f pull up our email and copy and paste that <laughs> into a word document. And if you wanted to, to snail mail that, you know, you know that could work. You, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, uh, the address of the White House, and uh, you just Google your congressional address um, for your congressman. So, so yeah, you could use our, our email alerts as a, a template for a letter. If you want to get, do that. Uh, another thing that we send out to our members are postcards and they have some pre-written text to, you know, support this bill, oppose this bill. And we send out those to our members, remember, sign them, mail them back to Congress. And then, uh, they get, you know, literally thousands upon thousands of these postcards that sit on their desk and fill up their offices, which aren't very big to begin with. And that really makes an impact as well. So that, that's another form of, of activism that we do um, to, to pr protect on rights. Yeah. And I think, you know what, it's not, it should not just be the white house. It should not just be Congress. It should not just be the ATF. It needs to be the other organizations out here that we've supported for years. The NRA should keep hearing about this. They should keep hearing our voices. We should let them know that we're not happy with what they're doing. We need um, to defund them. We need to defund yeah. them and empower an organization like GOA. The NRA has proven for the last 50 years of my life that they're inept, incompetent, and unable to be trusted with the protection of our liberties. So now it's time to, to build another organization that has a 40-year history of never negotiating and never surrendering our rights willfully. An organization that will stand and fight, that won't cower and make backroom deals, because that's how we're going to continue to lose our rights. That's how we've been losing them my entire life. Yeah. And, and something I want to say about that, Mac, uh, I'm going to tell people, when I met you, you were a young man. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't that long ago, Younger. man. It yeah. was like five years ago. And when I look at you now, you know, I know you've got kids and stuff like that. You've got some young children. But I could tell that you're really like, you know, you're really engaged in this. You know, it's really me taking, old. I look older. I'm stressed. I'm showing. Yeah, the age. it's really taking a toll. And, and you know, I commend you for that. And I know there's other people that are doing it. And I, and I just want to say to everyone else who's out there, think like on the fence about this. Get off the fucking fence, man. Get off the fence. OK, because this is not something that we're doing just for ourselves. As a matter of fact, it would be the opposite. It would be so, I, I don't know how to make you guys understand how easy it would be for someone like Mac to just freaking enjoy his life right now and enjoy his children, you know, and, and, and just live a good life. But we're all and same thing for Sam, same thing for Brandon, same thing for Jordan, everyone that's here. We could do that. But what we're what we're worried about is the future, man. We're really, really engaged in this. And we need you guys to wake the hell up and get engaged in this with us because we cannot do it on our own. You know, um, so, Mac, wait a second. Someone has a question here. They want to know, how should we approach the NRA convention this year? If Dallas allows it, should we go to support good companies um, that that uh, that have to that have to be there? What should we do with the NRA convention? People want to know. Well, go to the NRA convention. I'm going, and but I'm going there to let them know and to make a stink um, that that they're not representing us. Uh, I, I I highly recommend. I mean, the plan is um, Sam, who's here on on the the video call. Um, he he has Fortune Freedom. We have a T-shirt called um, you know or that says NRA, not real activists. We're going to start selling those 30 days before the show, and at cost. So there's no profit. We're just going to cost them out. 
and everybody can go to NRA show wearing that shirt. And then we're going to, I'm going to go there with 500, maybe a thousand Mac patches. And every person I see wearing that shirt, I'm going to give them a Mac patch. But more importantly, when an NRA member comes up to you and asks you why you're wearing that shirt, have a reasonable, polite conversation with them and educate them about how the NRA is abusing their dues and how the NRA is not representing them or their best interests are defending our liberty. We have to educate the NRA members because we have to defund them. We're not going to fix them. They're, 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 they're a horribly fractured organization that exists solely to, to make money. By the way, this would be an interesting thing to point out. I've been a member of the GOA for quite some time on and off, but now especially since uh, the whole NRA flap. And you know how much junk mail I've gotten to my mailbox at my house or in my inbox? Nothing. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Seriously, I, I don't. Every, every day, the NRA has something in my mailbox begging me for money, and the GOA doesn't sit there and spend, you know, a buck per beautiful postcard that says they're coming to take your guns tomorrow because of something we supported. But we're not going to tell you that. We need money to save your rights. The NRA is a money-making machine because they got to pay Wade LaPierre his five million bucks. They got to fly around on private jets, and they got to have these lavish parties. And they got to, you know, it, it, it is it is a scheme. And just like Sam said, they need to keep us fearful and and scared. And so they'll let these little things pass, and they'll suspend their rating system for for congressmen that are voting anti-gun and let them keep that A rating so they can slip this little anti-gun bill in so then they can use that to dun their, their membership for more money. It, it, it's, it's disgusting what they are and we need to educate the people at the NRA show that this is your NRA and this is why we must defund them and we need to take away their members and we need to take away their big corporate sponsors. And when we hit them in the pocketbook, Wayne LaPierre and Chris Cox get shown the door and maybe we can turn them around. But meantime, they're a lost cause. We have we can more quickly build up the GOA, which is already what you guys got to be close to a million, a, a couple million members now. It, build up the GOA who watch the video that's on their YouTube page. Congress people are more scared when GOA walks in their office because they're not going to make a deal. They love it when the NRA comes in because they, they throw around a bunch of money, take them out for a nice dinner and talk about how they can compromise something and make a deal. GOA walks in the room and says, you need to stop this or we're going to alert our membership and we're going to vote you out of office. There's a yeah. big difference here. And that's what we need to do at the NRA show is tell NRA members what their NRA is doing to them and how they're being used. OK, very good. And Mac, I'm going to join you in that. And I'm going to ask everyone here on the panel uh, as we wrap this up in the final, like we've got about seven minutes, but I'm going to go down. I'm going to join you in that. I'm going to go there. I'm going to I'm going to get a T-shirt for every single day that and, and I'm going to I'm going to do the same thing that you're doing. I'm going to give away swag, uh, whatever we have, patches and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to get whatever I have in my pockets, <laughs> except my wallet. I'm going to give that away to, uh, to to folks as well that are wearing that shirt. Um, and you know what, any videos, anything that we do leading up to that during that, after that, we're going to put not real activists on it as well. You know, we're going to do everything to, to make this hurt. So I want to know what the folks out there that are watching and listening to this want to do, what our contemporaries are going to do, the other folks in the gun community with us. And, uh, I'm going to start with Jordan and then I'm going to go down. Um, so Jordan, what are you guys going to do? Well, look, where you put your money and who you support is your business 
and that's for you to decide. But I, I don't speak for other gun groups. I, I can speak for GOA, and, and I, I tell you that we do not compromise on gun rights. We a lot of people say don't give not one more inch of my gun rights, but we're like, what about the miles they've already taken? You know, we want to, you know, repeal the NFA, the GCA, the, the Hughes Amendment, the Brady Bill, the, the list goes on and on, have constitutional carry in the states. That's what we're about, you know, uh, and, and kind of to piggyback off Tim's point again, uh, when we ask you for money, we don't fundraise off issues that aren't legitimate, you know. Right. So it, when we ask you for money to stop the bump stock ban, it's because that's a real thing, you know, that's actually going right. to happen. You know, and, you know, we live in a free country. We have a free market. And if you don't like GOA, you know, if you don't like the direction we're going, fire us. You know, don't don't join. Don't support us. But you look at our history, 40 years of, of no compromise. And we're, we're surely not going to let up now. Our goal is to work ourselves out of a job. You know, we our end goal is to repeal all the gun control. And it's a it's a long road uh, to to haul, but you know, th that's our end goal and that's what we're about. So, okay, we, cool. So that's what we got. <laughs> All right, cool. And I've got some folks that are texting me, asking me if they can get you to come on a podcast they're doing. I'll tell yes. you about that afterwards. Are you willing Please to do, do that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Sam, what are you going to do? Man, uh, honestly, um, I, I don't speak very much publicly. Okay. Um, I do things behind the scenes, you know what I mean? I like to support gun channels like yours and Max and everything because I feel that in that way, like, you know, I'm putting resource and money into something, but not directly. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I'm just yeah. not, a, I'm not really a public face. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, we see your face. So right. Yeah, public. but I'm not really, you know, I have a YouTube channel that hasn't had a video on it for like a month. Okay. Uh, but Understood. honestly, after this today, I think I'm going to start becoming more active. Good. You know, so uh, directly with, with people. And of course, I'm going to continue, you know, supporting um, you guys and every, everything else that I'm already doing. Awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, and we appreciate it. And, and you are, as Max said, you are behind the scenes, as you just said it. You are behind the scenes. You are doing this. And I think you're doing it from a point of view of uh, real emotion, real love uh, for the Second Amendment here. You're really putting your money where your mouth is. And, I, you know, I'm sure Mac has told you this, but we appreciate it. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate everything that you're doing. You know, it's uh, it's you know, imagine if all this shit was happening and we didn't have you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. We'd, be, we'd yeah. be fucked. Yeah. Go ahead, Mac. I was just going to say uh, Iraq veterans sent me a couple of screenshots. Uh, Spielberg and Katzenberg pledge 500 K each to gun control march. Um, George Clooney is uh, all these all these Hollywood pieces of crap uh clooney uh amol clooney donate five hundred thousand dollars to protest against gun violence there's no such thing as gun violence oh my god guns are not violent <laughs> in at the same time that as, at the same time that this money was all made from from um screenplay violence right oh, and did, hey did they donate them to the nra by any chance <laughs> what's that did they donate all that money to the NRA by by any chance so they can get their gun control? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's disgusting. They're coming out of the woodwork, guys, and and people are still sitting back. I'm still hearing it. Well, we record. We, we control the House, the Senate, and the White House. This isn't going to happen. Trump's not going to let this happen. Wow, just Tim, wow. Tim, that I much was stupid shit about hurt. that today, right? Hurt. What's I that? I was texting you about that today, right? 
that we're sitting yeah. here. I think what I said was that we're sitting here like naive morons thinking that he's going to stop this. And then we just got blindsided. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't blindsided. I've been saying since he was elected, <laughs> he is not our friend. Trump j- just 10 years ago was a complete opposite of what he pre- presents himself as being today. He was a very far left uh, New York Democrat. He was pro-abortion, anti-gun, pro-high taxes, pro all this stuff. And he did a complete 180 and ran as, as a Republican. I almost thought it was a joke. I thought he was trying to get Hillary Clinton elected. But people still are buying into this. They go, well, people can change. Sure. I change my opinions here and there on a few small issues, but I'm not much different than I was when I was 22 years old in terms of how I think. I certainly haven't changed every single thing I believed in 180 degrees within the span of a few years. You don't believe me? Go read some of his books he authored a decade or two ago. And so he is not to be trusted. He will make any deal. If he can get tax reform, if he can get Obamacare repealed, if he can do anything and trade guns for it, he'll do it in a heartbeat. He'll absolutely, absolutely do it in a heartbeat. And with all the with all the media running the 24-hour news cycle right now, we even have Republicans in Florida that are considering the gunshine state. They're actually considering gun control measures right now. Yeah, I think it, I, I think it's not even he he wishes a lot of this right now. He'd be happy if we just forget about whatever he did with Playboy Bunny and paid her off and all that kind of stuff. That that alone will just make him happy. And he'll he's be a narcissistic a hole. Yeah, he'll be willing to him. sell us out just for that alone. Oh, his, look, I believe that the Second Amendment to him is just a bargaining chip. Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely, not. it is. Yeah. He just yeah, proved it. I've been saying that since he got elected. He just proved it today. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to Brandon. Brandon, um, I'd like to hear from you, man. What are you going to do, you know, going forward here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm excited to help out at the NRA. I'll, I'll, I'll wear the shirt. I'll give out the stuff. Uh, frankly, like I, I, I really try not to be an attention whore. I try to be anyway. Uh, like the whole NRA stuff, the first time that went down with the whole uh, bump fire stock the first time, I stayed pretty quiet about it because I, I really don't like drama and things like that. But man, I really don't think I can stay quiet and good conscious. I don't think any of us can anymore. No, I started doing this believing full well that I was going to lose followers. I was going to lose business at my gun store, but I did not care. We have an audience. People listen to us and we would be remiss if we didn't use our voices to motivate people to fight for their rights. And, and, and I, I always go back and think about our founding fathers. Here's men that had property, wealth, they had everything. All they had to do is play ball with the king. But instead, they wanted liberty, and they signed their names to the, 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 the Declaration of Independence, which was signing their names to their own death warrant. They gave up everything on a gamble to fight the world's largest military. Most likely, it was going to end with them hanging from the end of a rope. And yeah. we have a voice, and, and, and if we sit back and we do nothing, when we had men that great before us, it's an injustice. That the least we can do is tell people to be politically active and to raise a stink and to protest at the NRA show and to stand out in front of our capitals with rifles like we did in 2012 and say not one more inch. We have to do it. If we're not, we're not Americans. We're just subjects and we're going to wind up living as subjects. Yeah. Yes. And when you when you put it into perspective like that, a thousand Instagram followers lost really doesn't that doesn't mean anything, does it? Doesn't, I, I tell them, I said I just said it today. If Lee. you don't if, if, if you do not believe that um, if, if you don't oppose this, you're are, you, you better pick your sides right now. And if you don't agree with me, unfollow me right now, because I don't want traitor, uh, traitors and I don't want, you know, 
people that are that are not willing to fight for our rights following me. I, yeah. I, I they're, they're of no use to me. Yeah. And does uh, that hurt? Absolutely. It hurts. But the point is, is damn it, people, we're Americans and we have to fight for freedom. Freedom isn't free. It doesn't grow on trees. People spill blood in distant lands and it's going to get spilled again on American soil if we don't fight this political fight right now. It will get more ugly. And I'm trying to stop that. You guys are trying to stop that. But if it continues, it's going to wind up in another civil war. And that's going to be disastrous. And so it's you sad. better get politically active. It's, ahead, sad that we have, it's sad that we have to continue to fight today for freedom when, you know, it should have been all been put behind us back in the 1700s. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. sad. It really is. Someone's asking, Sam, just real quick, uh, sure. what was the reason that the mayor in Dallas doesn't want the NRA? What's his reason? Because yeah. he's uh, he's a, he's secretly a leftist prick. OK, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Let me just tell you guys, you know, in relation to what Mac is saying here, we have to be willing to take chances. Look, this place that I'm in, I've, I've said this before. This is the headquarters for the Republican Party and specifically for the Trump campaign in Gainesville. That's where I, that's the building I'm in. And even today, when I saw the news, I text the owner. I was like, dude, you're going to probably want to fire me. And he said, no, I'm not. You, you know me already. I got your back. Say what you have to say. That's the reason why we're doing this for you. That's a patriot. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. a patriot. When you put your life, limb, and property, your 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 livelihood, your followers, your income on the line to fight for what is right and true and just and for freedom, that makes you a patriot. Sitting back yeah. on your rear end, paying lip service to it. Yeah. Stand up. You're not going to be alone. We're here. And, and we could do this. We can't, you know, we're not going to be able to do this on our own. I don't think there's any, I mean, I don't think whatever we have, we don't have it on our own. It's not due, you know, obviously we go out there and we work and we put things out there, but ultimately the people who always decide are the people who are following us and watching our videos that are watching this right now. And, uh, you know, guys, you won't be alone from us. Okay. And vice versa, just stand up and do something about this. Uh, stand I don't know. Stand up and be counted, be a, be a patriot, be an American. Fight. That's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if Brandon, uh, Brandon, I'm going to start with you and let you get the last words. And dude, I, you know, honestly, you've got to come back on, man, because I know we, you, you were coming on today. We were going to talk about the AK-50, you know, and, <laughs> no, and no worries. Yeah. And I know you gladly Trump upstaged you, brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. this was obviously like I was planning on it and everything like that. But then this happened beforehand. And I figured, yep. Yeah, there goes the uh, the thing tonight. It's all going to be I'll, about the bomb, which, I'll take the blame for that. I came in this chat guns blazing earlier. Yeah. You didn't no, hey, no, no, that's probably what we would have talked about anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon was mad when we came in, and I think you're going to put up a video sometime tonight, right? Yeah, I actually I had just done a uh, video before I got here. That's actually I was kind of late to the podcast, but basically like saying I was part of the Trump campaign. Like I met the guy on multiple occasions. I was I was working pretty closely with him in North Carolina, and first time so far I felt like absolute betrayal. That's just like, what, what, what the hell, you know? So it's, um, I mean, it's a wake up call about that. It's a wake up call about the NRA too, because they asked for gun control and they got it. Yeah, yep. absolutely. They started this. Okay. Uh, Sam, I'm going to let you say what you have to say here. Uh, I just want to urge people to stand and fight, you know, please stand and fight. Please talk to other gun owners. You know what I mean? Talk to your neighbors, talk to whoever will listen to you. Yeah, about this important subject and, you know, let people know that this is a very serious issue. OK, at least let them know it's a very serious issue and it means a lot to you. Yeah. 
and why they should look at it. Stand and fight, right? Because yeah. we don't want to look back. I don't. I don't want my kids and their kids to to lose their rights. You know. Absolutely not. Okay, thanks, Sam. Uh, Jordan, I'm going to let you um, have. You know. You know. You. Know. Sure. Sure. Well, I want to, again, thanks, uh, Hank, for having me on and, and your kind words about GOA and everyone. Uh, thank you for all your, your kind words about us. And we were really, uh, you know, we're happy to work with y'all and provide y'all all the information, you know, and I was texting with, uh, with, and I called Tim today uh, about some things, but, um, you know, like I said earlier, GOA, we, we're no compromise. We're fighting every day for gun rights. If you, if you want to join, uh, uh, Mac and Hank have discounted links. I know if you go to uh, Mac's uh, gun shop, you can buy something, get a free membership. Um, you know, if you want to connect with GOA, you can like us on Facebook and, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jordan K. Stein. And here's a kind of a special announcement. Uh, GOA's Eric Pratt, our executive director, will be uh, going on the Laura Ingram show at the 10 o'clock hour. Um, so sometime during that show, he'll be he'll be live. So if you want to tune in and watch that interview uh, with, with Eric, it'll it'll be pretty good. So uh, yeah. that's about all I got. Thanks for having me on, Hank. Hey, I just want to tell everybody, guys, if you've not seen Eric, on television in an interview, there is not a better advocate for our second amendment rights than I've ever seen. I had chills when he went on, it was CNN. Who was it, Jordan? Uh, that, uh, that, that, that English, yeah, the, the Englishman, where do these, these, these news channels find all these anti-gun Englishmen to be their, their commentators. And Eric just mopped the floor with them. It, it was, it, and all with, with, with statistics and facts right off the top of his head. I, I, I just absolutely love watching Eric when he goes on these talk shows and they try to, to blindside him and, and try to get him um, off message. And man, he just beats him up with the truth and please watch it. I'll be watching it. It's, it's amazing watching him work. I I'm smarter about gun rights. Every time I go into his office, it's incredible to, to work with him. Yeah. I, I, I have, I've grown to have great admiration for the man. And there's an awkward silence. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, there was a problem with okay. the audio. Yeah, my, my audio does some kind of crazy thing here. Is that ten? Is that ten p.m. Eastern? Yes. Yes. Okay. It, I don't know what exactly uh, during the show, but I know it's during that hour. So. Okay, during Laura, Laura Ingram. All right, great. Um, and you know what? Thanks a lot for coming on, man. I, if you guys don't know this, <laughs> the NRA, anyone at the NRA, the freaking janitor at the NRA is welcome to come on this show and say some shit. Okay, so definitely anyone else in the NRA is welcome to come on here and talk to any of us, but they won't take us up on that. And no, the GOA does it. I, I would love to get on a video stream with Chris Cox. Yeah, um, uh, someone's gonna edit that too. I would love to get on a video stream with Cox. <laughs> Don't <laughs> <give him laughs> what he is. Well, oh, now it's gonna happen. <laughs> That'll be a meme. No, it's because it's like me. the minute you said it, I'm like, oh, I should edit this, right? And you know, there's that evil side of me that would do it to you. But okay, I won't. I won't. I won't do it this time, Mac. Um, so yeah, those guys won't come on. The GOA comes on. We really appreciate it. Okay, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go now. But I want Mac to give us the final words, and then we're gonna end this. Go ahead, Mac. Final words, guys, go to Dallas, show up there, pick up the shirt from Forge from Freedom. It's being sold at cost. Come out there. Let's all get together, hundreds of us, outside when the doors open, and let's all walk inside. 
and make our voices heard. That's what I want to see in Dallas. I want the show to go down in Dallas. I'm already making plans to travel. Let's make our voices heard. Amen. Yeah. Amen, guys. Good night. We're out of here. I'm going to stop the broadcast. Everyone stay right there. Peace, everybody.